Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today, we're going to look at the big question, what is the meaning of life? A very simple question to ask, but not easy to answer. I have with me three friends who are going to introduce themselves. And then after that, we're going to get straight into the question. Hello, I am Corinne Bossagneur. I am French and I am living in France in the east of France. I first met the Erasmus Foundation in 1986 when I was working and living in London. I have attended uh, some meetings in London and also I went uh, to attend some seminars in Suffolk. Um, I came back uh, to to France to live in France and I kept in touch with the foundation and uh, I I continued with uh, the teachings that I could receive um, with uh, some tapes and MP3 as well. And uh, thanks to this new technology, I can now attend the meetings via Zoom as well. Uh, the, the foundation um, teachings are really a very great knowledge of great value and it helps to answer perhaps the three fundamental questions. Where do we come from? What are we doing here? And where shall we go? Hello, my name is Julia Griffin. I first met Padina and Gordon and the Fellowship of Erasmus, as it was known then, when they were living at Ravens Hall in Lindsay in Suffolk. I went along to one of their Sunday service meetings. I then gradually got more involved. I went to the meetings in London. And then in 1989, I moved up to Suffolk to see if I could help out a little bit more on the administration side. And I've just gradually got more involved over the years. I'm currently living at the foundation home in Laxfield in Suffolk with my husband, Headley. And I'm part of a group of volunteers working for the foundation. Hello, I'm Rosina Cleave. Um, I live in Suffolk with my husband and my dog, Charlie. I have, I'm retired from teaching. I retired two years ago, teaching primary school children. And at the moment, um, I am also a volunteer at the Erasmus Foundation. Um, I do various work there. Um, I also keep bees and um, am involved in other craft activities. I first met the Erasmus Foundation 30 years ago. Um, It was at a very, very difficult time in my life. And I think without doubt, 
that the teachings that I have received over the years uh, at the foundation have helped me understand the difficulties that I had in my life and, and, and still do from time to time. And it helped me to learn that there was a purpose in all of these experiences. And for that, I am so grateful because it has given me an enormous amount of strength, especially during times, as I said, that um, when things are, are difficult. Thank you, Rosina. Okay, shall we start, Corinne? I just want you to answer this very simple question and then we'll all go home. What is the meaning of life, Corinne? Well, for me, at first, life is a gift. Now, to understand the meaning of a life on Earth, perhaps uh, it could help to understand where we come from. At our very beginning, the great mind, most of people call him God, but we at the Erasmus Foundation, we believe in one God and we call him the great mind. And the great mind took a seed at the pool of life. He breathed on it and he, he created a spirit. And we all, we are all spirits and we have all been created through the mind of the great mind. He has put some of, of him inside of us. And so we are spirits and we live at a place, we call it home. We call it home because it is our real homeland and we evolve there. And it comes a time that for our evolution, we need to go to another place and we need to go to a university of life. And this earth is one, a university of life. There are other places, but this is one of the places where we can come to learn and to grow. So the meaning of life, it is coming for a spirit to come into a human body and to experience a human life on earth so that we may go through experiences and we can be tried and we will hopefully learn a lot of things during this lifetime. Certainly, we will be wiser at the end than we were at the beginning. And this is a purpose. Fantastic. Julie, would you like to add to that? Yes. Well, when I was thinking about this question, one of the words that came to my mind was purpose. Because I believe that in all living things, there is a purpose. So if we think of our lives, and I think when people are considering this question, they would think about their own lives, the lives of their family and loved ones. I believe that every life has purpose. And really, um, what I would like to say is that everything in the life that we experience, the lessons we, we learn, um, the wisdom perhaps we gain, none of this is lost at the end of a life. Because as Corinne has explained, we are a spirit. 
we are more than just a physical body. So there is purpose in everything that happens within our life. There is meaning in that, and it is not lost. And when we return home, we retain, if you like, a seed of the life. So all the memory, all the experiences, all that we have learnt is retained within our mind, which we call our spirit. So to me, purpose is really important in understanding the meaning of life. Very well put. Rosina, what's your thoughts on the matter? Well, like Julia, this question of purpose was very important, particularly um, 30 years ago, because um, my younger sister um, took her own life and at the age of 19. And to me, at that time, I, I, I was seeking really to not so much to find answers, but to find understanding, to understand why this would happen. And I remember asking a, um, it, it happened to be a vicar actually, um, because I, I wanted to try and understand it. And one of the things that I, after I'd spoken at quite some length to him actually, I really felt that I still didn't understand. I didn't understand why someone so young would go home in the way that she did. To me, it just seemed senseless. Of course, I now understand it, it's not senseless because that was her tapestry. And I have to say from that experience, painful as it was, I have learned a lot and it, it has actually given an understanding to me, which I think is of great value. So realising that everything has a purpose in our life including the pain that we go through, I think is very important. And it's very important for everyone to understand that because it would help them to go through all the trials and tribulations their life is going to offer them. Okay, thank you. So when we're living our life then, Corinne, is there structure to it or is it just lucky chance toss of a coin how does it work do you think well i i see what you mean paul um you see rosina has mentioned the word tapestry just before mm-hmm. and uh yes i um when we are spirit at home and we we think we would like to come on earth on th- uh, this university of life uh we will be. Uh, we will choose a tapestry. We will be offered to choose a tapestry, and this tapestry it is in fact a path of life. It is as a blueprint, if you like, and so um, on. We will have a look at it, and we will decide, uh, and we will choose it really, and we will see the difficulties. So you see, uh, things are predestinated. Uh, so it is not just not, there is not things happening by chance because the difficulties, of course, will be according to the level of evolution of that spirit. A very young spirit could not leave a tapestry of life if it was too difficult. And an older spirit would have no profit 
to live a life that would be too easy for him. So really, the, the tapestry is according to the level of the spirit, but also according to his needs of progression and evolution. Now, all is not predestinated. On these tapestries, we have got freedoms of choice. And at these times, it is really our own decision. And this will also have an impact on our evolution. Okay. Now, Julia, freedoms of choice. Now, see, I like to think that I have some say in my life, but is it everything predestined? Is, is everything I do mapped out for me? No, it isn't all predestined. And in a way, there wouldn't be an awful lot of point if we came to the earth and we sort of automated through life. As Karine's mentioned, there are freedoms of choice, which are simply uh, certain times in a life when a decision needs to be made. And at these times, we are, in a way, on our own to make this decision. And when I say on our own, this isn't something that we will receive any help from, any impressioning from any of our spiritual friends, our keeper of the door, which we all have, which is a spirit with us for the whole of our life. It is a decision that we have to take on our own. And it's important because these are times of great testing. And when we do get home and look back at our life, these will be the times that we'll be most interested in because they are tests to see what decision we, we make spiritually. And they do relate to how well we do in a life. Now, it's not important in a way how well we do in that we're not judged. We do the best we can. And when we return home, this is all looked at in a very positive way. And if in a freedom of choice, we make a decision which we might think is a wrong one, this isn't going to be judged in any way. And usually when we've made a decision, I believe that we have a fair idea whether we have made a right or wrong decision. And if we've made a decision that we feel perhaps wasn't the right one, we are still going to learn anyway. And at some point in the life, we will come back on the path that we were meant to be on. So it is a very important time in our life, and we do learn a great deal. I would also like to say that throughout the whole life, I think we have a certain responsibility, because even things that are predestined to happen, I still feel we have the responsibility for how we think and behave in whatever we are going through. So it isn't a life where uh, we have complete freedom, but again, it isn't a life where we are completely automated either. There's so much to learn, so many opportunities for us to show what we've learned and to show some responsibility. And all of this is going towards our own spiritual progression, which is really why we've come to the earth in the first place. Excellent. So one of the things you see I find, well, sort of I found when I first came along, I didn't like the idea of 
not having any decisions to make at all. And that isn't the case, is it? If I decide to go down to the pub, for example, that is my choice. Uh, perhaps has no spiritual progression involved in that procedure. I go down and have a drink and come home. But if I went and met someone who had an influence on my life or meant to have meant to have an influence on that person's life, then that would have been um, predestined. That would have been part of the tapestry. Is that how you see it, Corinne? Well, we can say that um, uh, there are some uh, meetings that are not by uh, coincidence or by chance. And, you know, um, in a human life, uh, we are here to experience all sorts of situations, really. And uh, we should have eventually been of all things, seen all things, done all things, so that eventually we can come to complete utter spirituality. So, yes, uh, it is possible that you cross such uh, a person uh, on, and that she was on your tapestry. Yes, Paul. So some people, Julia, seem to have much harder lives than others by our own standard. If we look at someone, we think, oh, my goodness, I could never live a life like that or someone you think oh they've got it easy they've got a piece of cake i could do that standing on my head so what's going on there why does it seem that many lives vary in their difficulty would you say well i think it links to spiritual age so the older you are spiritually the harder the life and the older you are spiritually the more freedoms of choice you will have within a life within a tapestry so someone who is quite elderly will have a very difficult life and they will have quite a number of freedoms of choice. I believe it's anything from four to eight. So someone who's older will have perhaps seven or eight choices, perhaps. But I'd also like to say that I think you can look at other people's lives and maybe think it's very hard or very easy. But I think sometimes it's perhaps easy to make a judgment and then perhaps later on you learn a little bit more about a person and a person's life and you realise that actually it's it's a lot harder than you thought for that person. And I think our life that we have chosen, I believe, has written, been written for us as a spirit and I think it's all relative to us. So sometimes it's very easy to look at other people's problems and situations and think, well, to me, that. I would do this or I would do that. But when you're in your own life and having a test, it's not quite so easy. And, and obviously there's a purpose in that. There'll be no point in us taking a life where it was not challenging. We wouldn't really make much progress spiritually. So it, this all does relate to a certain extent to age of spirit. Okay. Now, one thing we haven't mentioned about is how we end our life. I mean, we could die through, um, well, illness. We could be murdered. We could commit suicide. We could be knocked down by a bus. So is that a random part of life, Rosina? No, because as Julia has said, and Corinne has mentioned this, that 
we take a, a life when we're at home and we are shown three lives and we make the choice as to which one is the best one for us, the right one for us. Now, we once we've, once we've made that choice, we would see, or even in making that choice, we would have seen the whole progression of that life. We would have seen from the point of coming into the life to how we end that life. We know that as spirit. However, once we do come into this life, we won't remember that it would be very confusing for us if we did, actually. Um, the memory box is closed, so we won't remember how that life is going to end. I will say this, though. My experience of working in a nursing home did teach me one thing, and that is I thought that most people who were dying, I felt they knew they were dying just before they did. There was a recognition of what was happening to them. So I remember thinking then, and still do, I wonder that just before we do die, whether our memory box opens a little bit. They are my thoughts on it. Let's sum up what we've looked at so far. So we, again, we've talked about the fact that we are spirit. We've chosen our life. Now, that's an interesting thing. Chose our life. So why do we keep moaning about it? So we've chosen our life. And we then live a tapestry that's been given to us by the great mind. The beginning of it is fixed, so it is the end. So how we die is um, preordained. There are many points within that life that are um, meant to be, that we need to meet this person or be somewhere. And also there are freedoms of a choice, which in themselves are quite complicated. In essence, they are merely a, a series of events that need to have a choice made after it could take a day, it could take years and before you make that decision. But that decision is then, in a way, a time when you are left alone and that even spirit stays away and keeps back because of respect for you and eventually once that decision's made your friends are back with you once again but again if you um, make a mistake uh, or if you get it right that's not the important thing it's how much you've learned from it so and then when we die that's an interesting one when we die what happens when we die corinne it sounds so final, doesn't it, when um, humanity talks about dying. Yes. Um, in fact, um, when we die, it is the human body uh, that is dying. It is the, uh, really the vehicle of, of our spirit as we came as a spirit. And in fact, the earth body is dying and the spirit is returning home where it came from and happily returning home because things are really much um, smoother, much uh, easier at home because uh, here on the earth and um, because of the evolution, uh, it is required that we go through difficulties 
it is perhaps necessary to know pain. We have no pain, uh, such pain, physical pain. We have not this at home, you see. So life on earth is, is not so easy, but there are joys and there are difficulties and there is there should be balance. And so it is, we are, we are, I'm sure I shall be very happy when I shall return home, <laughs> although uh, there is no rush, um, mm-hmm. because life on earth is, is really a gift and is very beautiful as well. So it is not necessary to be afraid uh, of death, because it is really returning to our true home. Okay. Julia, before we finish you and Rosina would you like to say something at all to complete our conversation for today well I think um, it would be nice if everyone did not have a fear of death and I hope one day that is the case because as Corinne says it is simply our spirit that is returning home and it is a joyful occasion at home so I, I really do hope that this will help people if they understand the fuller picture, as we've been talking about today, why we are here. There is a purpose and there is a lot more to life than this one life. We have many lives. And what is of value, what is of worth is our spirit. And that lives on, that returns home. And when we do return home, it is a homecoming. And we see people that we lived with on this particular life. And we also see people that we've known before the life we have lived. So it is a really joyful occasion and something I think that really we shouldn't be frightened of. And um, I'm sure one day that will be a lot easier for everybody. And Rosina, finally, would you like to say something to finish off our little discussion? Yes, I would, because I think perhaps it's all this has always been the case, but particularly at the moment, we are living through some very, very challenging times. And I think that life on this planet at the moment is challenging, not just for us, but for animals, for everybody. And I think that if you believe that there is a purpose to life, then it is logical, really, particularly if that purpose is to learn and to evolve, it is logical that there is such a thing as reincarnation. Thank you, ladies, very much. Really enjoyed our conversation. I hope you did and hope to see you all soon. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing centre based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org or email us, info at erasmus foundation.org. Thank you for listening.